folks, and welcome to The Bend Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. As always, we love hearing from all of you. Your comments, stories, and ideas get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Producer, sound engineer, and co-host Jeff Tigger Earhart is here with us. However... Tigger, you're feeling a tad bit under the weather. The cred strikes again, <laughs> the cred. Okay, well, I'll make a deal with you. We'll try to keep uh, your energy me. in check for Ranch It Up, so I'll try and save your voice here and lean a little bit more on our Bend Field staffers this week. Gracias. And you know what, Tigger? Hmm? I think your timing is impeccable because with your little summer sniffle, the phone lines <laughs> have also been lighting up with outdoor reports from the Bend field staffers from Washington to Eastern Wyoming and South Dakota to Illinois. We will be hearing from everyone today and there's lots of outdoor news too, plus some feel good type as well. Now times have been crazy here on top of Tigger dealing with the sniffles as, as we've been kind of leaning into in the next week or so, we're going to be heading out to Wisconsin, going to be doing a little bit of fishing, downrigging for salmon, Plus doing some time with the family, you know, family reunion. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that on an upcoming show. But, you know, we just wrapped up yesterday our state fair where Tigger was actually the MC for a really cool event. This year, again, they had the 4-H Top Public Leaders of North Dakota Livestock Show held at the state fair. And these top officials, such as our governor, plus other state legislative senators and representatives, all competed in a true livestock show. Now, as I mentioned, Tigger was again the MC for the event, and he even gave a speech prior to the kickoff when the top winning 4-H Livestock Showmanship Youth Award winners were paired with these top public leaders. It was great seeing youth connecting with our leaders, and I got to tell you, Tigger, you did a phenomenal job. This was year number two that we did that, Mm -hmm. and it was so much fun because, well, it takes me back to the days when I was little and and well, not little, but when I was competing at the state fair and doing the 4-H showmanship contest, things like that. So how cool is it that you take the top 4-H youth that were winning or have won in their livestock division, you pair them with an adult, they got, what was it, one one hour that mm-hmm. they had to teach said adult professional everything that they could about that animal. And then all the adults came back and had a showmanship contest. And almost all of these leaders that participated had never shown before. Most other, of them have not. Other than yeah. last year, if they if they entered last year, because this was the second annual. But how neat is that? These competitions have been growing and growing and growing across the country. The OIE, the Oklahoma Youth Expo, mm-hmm. that one is enormous. Well, the OIE is enormous anyway, but that one is Huge, and the, the same concept. They bring in adults from across the the state, and and usually leaders mm-hmm. of some sort. You know, a lot of times in the in the government, and then they pair them with the youth, and they have an adult showmanship contest. It's a lot of fun. It's a great way to promote 4-H. It's a great way to promote livestock. It's a great way to promote the state. Well, I have to say a big thank you to all of the leaders as well as to all of the volunteer leaders in 4-H and the parents that are shuffling around bringing these kids and their projects to the county fairs, the state fairs. It's impressive. Thank you for always encouraging and giving back. Changing gears here. 
Now, I don't know if anyone else is having the same problem as Tigger and I, but we started out. Are you talking about our relationship? <laughs> are you asking? Are you asking for help out there to the to the world right now? Well, we could go down that path. However, we would need so much longer than a half an hour show. Love. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I was more or less looking at our garden or how our garden went from being huge, voluptuous, beautiful, unbelievable plants, flowers, you name it. We're talking pumpkin leaves or twice the size of my head to now. I don't know if we are too dry or if we are over watering. So how that's what I need help with. Well, exactly. That's why I'm throwing it out to you. If you know or can tell us here at the Bend how to check our garden so that we know, are we overwatering or not giving our plants enough water? Because all of a sudden, everything is starting to turn yellow. And ha ha ha, don't tell us just to reach in the dirt. And if it's dry, then we're not watering. Well, yeah, we've done that, of (laughs) course. We've done the obvious (laughs) things of course and we are watering yes every day but it is strange because we went from Mm -hmm. how you said voluptuous to now all dried up our first bend field staffer is on the road so sean he just dropped us this message this is sean air from toxic calls hey everybody sean air with toxic calls here in washington state running down the road i figured i'd call in and get a little update the season has just absolutely been on fire the weather's getting hot, the water temperature in the river's starting to rise, so some of these fish are, are moving up the river a little faster, but we still got a couple weeks left of good fishing here in my neck of the woods, and uh, it's just been an absolute blast. We've got, like I said, the weather's getting hotter, so we got some 100-degree temps. It looks like in the next couple weeks it's going to be pretty hot, and uh, that means we'll probably stay close to home and make sure everything on the farm's doing good and, and staying cool. We've got, uh, sheesh, we got a couple more months, and and we'll be really, really thinking about duck and goose season and making sure we got all that gear ready to go. But uh, figured I'd, like I said, run down the road, figured I'd call in and give an update, uh, Beck. And I appreciate what you do and what you give us the opportunity to do with these call-ins. So I hope everybody has a has a great, uh, great Saturday and gets to spend some time in the outdoors. We will talk to you later. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Glad to hear you're still reeling them in on the Columbia River in Washington. We, too, are looking forward to cooler temps and getting in the blind for some waterfowl hunting. If you're starting to get prepared for the upcoming hunting season, looking to add to your arsenal of calls, be sure to check out ToxicCalls.com. Our first story takes us to China, where police in China recently used a mosquito to bust a home invader. The man broke into an apartment through a balcony. The burglar then spent the night in the apartment and at some point got bitten by a mosquito before smashing it on a wall. The cops took blood from the mosquito and tested it and supposedly found a DNA match and were able to bust the burglar. The man has since confessed and has been sentenced. We now head back across the pond to the United States, Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania man has died days after police officers were called to the man's home when his pet, an 18-foot boa constrictor, wrapped around the man's neck and caused complete lack of oxygen to the brain. The pet owner was unconscious upon the police arrival, and the officers were able to put down the snake. However, after several days in the hospital, the pet owner has died from injuries sustained from the boa constrictor. Yellowstone fans, as in the TV series Yellowstone, here's the headline. Yellowstone star Kevin Costner, a.k.a. John Dutton, is making a whopping $1.3 million per episode. 
Wow, that's a lot of De Niro. You already know the stars of Yellowstone, the TV series, are probably getting paid a boatloads of money, especially considering it's like one of the most popular shows on the planet right now, I think, and seeing all the t-shirts and other swag on every corner. Well, according to recent news outlets, although Kevin Costner is making a cool $1.3 million for this Taylor Sheridan film, another actor on yet another Taylor Sheridan project will be getting paid quite well too. Sylvester Stallone will be acting in the upcoming Taylor Sheridan film, Tulsa King, and he is slated to make $1 million per episode too. Probably wondering why I'm bringing this up. Well, it's because it just brings to light how the streaming services are now having projects with payrolls that in the past history were only done on the big screen or on paid cable services. There are reports, however, that behind scenes, those that set the bar on payroll want to cap what an actor or actress can make on these streaming services. So we shall see how this plays out, how this rolls out with the new world of on-demand content. Now, Colorado. Pueblo, Colorado police recently received a call about several suspicious parties in the Pueblo City Park. An officer was dispatched and found several raccoons roaming around. The raccoons scattered after the officer shined his flashlight on them. And since then, we're happy to report the party's been over. That's a wrap on the news. When we come back, we'll be chatting about how soon one should be putting out their trail cams for this fall's opening big game season. Plus, we have more outdoor field reports and news of the field good type too. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Want to add just a little bit of spice to your event, your customer appreciation supper, your banquet, your meeting? Oh, yeah. Well, bring in us, Beck and I, your keynote speakers, hosts, MCs, a host couple. We'll make them laugh, even cry tears of joy. Call us today. Waterfowl, turkey, deer, ToxicCalls.com offers all of the various styles of calls needed to take your hunt to the next level when you create, quite simply, the most real sound yet. American made to boot? Order today, ToxicCalls.com. Passionate about hunting, conservation, learning, and encouraging others? Watch Buckstorm on YouTube. Weekly videos about what it's really like hunting the Black Hills. Regardless the trophy or left empty-handed, Buckstorm on YouTube shares the real stories. Subscribe today, Buckstorm. The calendar has been marked. Your aim is on point, and all that's missing is the clothes to take you to the next level. The TellyOutdoors.com specializes in clothes that fit, wicks, and move silently while providing comfort and durability. The TellyOutdoors.com. Welcome back to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. I have a special treat, folks. Hunting season is just around the bend. You like how I always do that? (laughs) Anyway, joining me in-house today is our own Bend field staffer and host creator and one of the big game hunting guides from the YouTube channel Buckstorm is here with us. Travis Teal is in the house. You know it's been really, really hot lately. 
And for some parts of the country, there's been no break in sight. I don't know about you, Travis, but I have been sweating bullets. Oh, yeah. It just makes a person want to just stay inside in the AC. But there's a lot to do in the coming months here before seasons start to kick off. <laughs> well, and I've been I've been watching your social media feed and you've been already busy going at it. I saw your latest pictures. You, you were spotting some sheep. Yeah, so we have a bighorn sheep hunter book this year, so we've been out doing a little scouting, trying to go early in the morning to beat the heat, more more or less, but we've been out doing that, setting trail cameras, a little bit of everything, just getting ready for season. It seems like every year it just creeps up on a person so fast. You think you have all this time, and next thing you know, I mean, here in a week, we're only a month away from a lot of seasons opening, so it's uh, pretty crazy. So you just nailed it when you said you're already setting up your trail cam. So you're saying it's not too soon to get out there and start setting trail cams up. Right. Yeah, we, we usually set them up in June most years. Um, I figure if you already have the cameras, they're not going to take any pictures in your, you know, in your garage cabinet or wherever you keep them. So uh, you might as well have uh-huh. them up, <laughs> yep. watch them grow, and you might get a little surprise that you weren't expecting or you might find something big that maybe disappears on you that you wouldn't have known was there and now you can spend a little extra time trying to track them down before season but I mean it's never too early in my opinion but it's also important to kind of change where you're targeting throughout the summer because even in the summertime when you're not hunting them they change behavior of course when it's 100 degrees for two weeks straight like it has been Mm-hmm. They're going to be favoring water in the evenings and overnight hours and maybe even in the early morning hours. So I put almost 100% of our cameras on water main water sources this time of year. Try to find pockets where there's less water, where it kind of forces the deer, elk, or whatever you're after to, if they're coming to drink out of one particular water tank, or if there's a spring, it's a little trickier because they can drink anywhere along that spring. So but having it in that spring valley, uh, essentially, to catch where they're coming to and from. But then as you roll like into September, if you get a big rain and it cools off, water might be a little less important. So then it's important to move those around a little bit, you know, with the with the climate and what's going on, I, I feel like, anyhow. So I would almost say right now is a great time to, first off, Check and see how many cameras you have. Make sure they're working. Sometimes you can even just set them up in your yard and and check them with your dogs, your pets, or whatnot. But I'm with you on moving them and how important those water sources are and how you're right. They do. The the wildlife adapt just like you and I would. If we're hot, we're going to go near where the water is. If we're not, we're going to adventure a little bit further out and, and such things like that. But then on top of it, I know you caught some recent pictures of elk at night. Have you been noticing that you see maybe a little more game moving in the evening during the night hours versus the day? Yeah, definitely. They're they're pretty much full-blown nocturnal right now with this kind of temperature. They're finding a cool, shady place during the day, and they might hop up right before dark. I mean, we do have some daytime pictures, but most of them are, you know, half an hour before dark. Um, into the night hours and it seems like they spend a little extra time at water we even have some that have hit a water hole right before dark and then disappeared and came back shortly before sunrise and got another drink so oh wow okay 
kind of interesting to see, not that you can hunt them at night, but you know that yeah. water's important and they're kind of double dipping probably because then they don't have to get another drink until the following night. So they don't have to move as much during the heat of the day that way. I don't know if they're smart enough to process that, but it, they sure seem to be, you know. <laughs> well, you know, and it might not be that they're smart enough. It could just be their common sense and nature taking over too. Exactly. Exactly. One way or another, they know. So. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. We're excited to be having Travis Teal and the team from Buckstorm on the show more this upcoming hunting season. We love hearing from those out on the trail or in the blind. And I invite and encourage you to check out the YouTube channel, Buckstorm. They'll be starting season four soon, by the way. And as always, you can find them on social media by searching their handle, Buckstorm SD. Up ahead, we have another Bend Field staffer checking in from another part of the country. Plus, we have a barrel, yes, a barrel of good stuff news. One just doesn't hear enough about. Stay where you are. We make our final bend right after this. OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org, a nonprofit providing veterans and active service members with opportunities to hunt and fish, no cost to them. For more information or to donate, check out OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org. Again, that's OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org. Little Rack Taxidermy, be it a used first hunt or a trophy of a lifetime, let it be something you always remember. Reach out to Little Rack Taxidermy on Facebook and have Heather bring back that natural look. That's Little Rack Taxidermy. Add a little heat to those burgers and brats. Add some Mickey's mustard or some Mickey's hot mustard to your summer cooking. Ain't nothing like it, Mickey's mustard. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S-M-U-S-T-A-R-D dot com. Mickey's mustard. It's all about you. This is Michelle with About You Photography. Super excited to be the official photographer of Tigger and Beck. Get a hold of me for all of your photography needs, from custom shoots to stock photos. About You Photography on Facebook and auphoto.net. Ranch House Coffee. It's part of our tradition, our way of life, our heritage. They say we don't choose this cowboy way of life, it chooses us. Honor in the past, proud of the present, committed to the future. And all of us here at Ranch House Coffee, we want to say thank you. Not just for what you do, but who you are. So grab your favorite mug and pour yourself a big old cup of Ranch House Coffee. Y'all earned it. Order yours today at ranchhousecoffee.com. Welcome back to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Thanks for sticking with us. We are going to head to the field as Bend field staffer and taxidermist Heather Crowey, the owner of Little Rack Taxidermy down in Illinois, has this update. Hey, Beck. This is Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy with a field update. We've been busy here. County fair season's on the roll. Been busy judging 4-H and youth shows. Just came home from one yesterday. And also, we're in the show ring with the Dairy Goats with Capri Cray Sisters and Parish Farms. So we've been burning it up on both ends. Um, still got a long ways to go with the shows here. And we are doing good. A little update from Little Rack Taxidermy. We've got the 2021 mounts are in the works. We've already sent some home with some customers. One thing I've definitely been struggling with, as well as other taxidermists, is supply shortages. Um, I can say on my end, my customers have been fantastic with their consideration with the time delays. Just remember, 
taxidermists are busy. We're trying to get them out the best that we can. We're just fighting issues that are beyond our control. One thing coming up here this week is the National Taxidermist Association show and convention. It's going to be there in Ohio. Unfortunately, we're not going to be making the trip out this year, but want to wish everyone the best of luck in their travels. Some are already heading that way. And good luck with the judges. Hey, Beck, I've got one other thing for you. Recipe, I know you've been talking about it. My boys love spicy corn. It's easy, and it's one pan. Spicy corn. Take the butter, melt it. Add in the cream cheese, blend it. Throw in the corn, heat it up. Now remember, this is all in the same pan. Now grab a handful of cheddar cheese or more if you're like me and you love your cheese. Melt it, blend it. Now the last thing, grab the hot sauce, add to taste. My personal favorite is Louisiana Gold, but my second is Tiger Sauce. If you don't like those, you can try your favorite one. I rarely ever have leftovers. My kids rip it up. So give it a try. Maybe Tigger will like it. Hope all is well. You guys doing awesome. And thank you much. Thank you, Heather, for the recipe. I can't wait to have Tigger give it a try. I totally didn't expect a field update and a recipe. You know, I think Heather's going to have to become a regular on this show. So a quick recap of what sounds like a must try recipe. Let's give it a name of Illinois spicy corn. Five ingredients is what she said. Again, those were a stick of butter, one cream cheese package, three cans of whole kernel corn, a cup of cheddar cheese, and hot sauce to taste. How easy is that? If you have not done so before and are on social media, be sure to follow Little Rack Taxidermy and Heather's Adventures. Also, if you have a recipe or a field update of your own to share, reach out to us here at The Bend anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Now, let's call it this week my own Beck's Barrel of Feel Good News. We just don't hear enough about. Desperate times mean desperate measures in some cases. This one takes us to India, where frogs got married. I guess two frogs were recently married in India. The frogs each wore a flower wreath as they exchanged vows. Locals married the frogs in hopes of pleasing the Indian rain god, Lord Indra. Hundreds of people chanted and cheered during the wedding. Well, I sure hope they receive the much-needed moisture they're requesting. Now back a little closer to home, Alaska. Only in Alaska does one do this and happen to be caught on camera and get it to go viral. Do a quick YouTube search on this that I'm about to tell you. Moose antler skateboard in Alaska. Yes, the man attached trucks and wheels to the bottom of a moose antler paddle And get this, he skates around just fine. Trying to get that mental picture of skateboarding on a moose antler shed? Again, YouTube search moose antler skateboard. Gotta give the guy credit for creativity. An Ohio zoo is asking for help naming one of its youngest residents a female eastern black rhino calf. Since July 9th, when the adorable newborn made her grand debut at the Cleveland Metro Parks Zoo, the mother and baby have spent time bonding. Zoo officials said there are three options for her name. Allie, meaning supreme, Annika, meaning sweet, or Dahlia, meaning gentle. According to the zoo, each of the names are connected to the eastern black rhinos' native regions in Africa. 
To cast your vote, you will need to make a donation online supporting conservation efforts before midnight August 5th on their website, clevelandzoosociety.org. Again, that's clevelandzoosociety.org. The name chosen by the zoo will be the name with the highest total donation. Folks, as mentioned earlier, if you have a field update, a topic we should investigate, a different recipe, or a tale of your own to share, send it this way. Call, text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363 or email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Social media, we're everywhere there too. Facebook and Instagram, follow us at The Bend Show. Thank you to my producer, sound engineer, and co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. To our Bend field staffers, Sean Ayer from ToxicCalls.com, Travis Teal, the guide from Buckstorm Hunts on YouTube channel Buckstorm, and to taxidermist Heather Crowey and the owner of Little Rack Taxidermy. Best of luck to all the taxidermists at Nationals. And we can't wait to try that spicy corn recipe Heather shared. As y'all keep making those memories, be sure to keep sending us those pictures by email and always tagging at The Bend Show on social media. Hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, to ranching, farming, to your rural way of life. We want to see it all. We want to see and hear about those memorable moments. If you missed most of this episode or you'd like to catch up on past shows, check us out on the website, thebendshow.com, and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Booking events now. Change things up and have us, Beck and Tigger, this fall help you with your event. From MCs to entertainment to acting as host couple, let us make your gathering extra special from ranching, rodeo, cattle, hunting, fishing, camping, and so much more. We have tales to share. Thank you to our partners, Detali Outdoors, Shurkan, Sasquatch Survival Gear, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners that came along. And whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. Remember to keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. The Bend.